I've even questioned, questioned like, I haven't really been in a relationship, right? But I question myself constantly. I'm like, if I had have done things differently in the past few years of high school, for me, it makes me think, well, how come I haven't been in a relationship? What's the exact reason? Welcome back to the Not At The Party podcast. I'm Brock Valesini. You're listening to my podcast, Not At The Party. This week has been kind of boring. Um, I've literally just... I have two weeks off school currently because I have trial exams. I have four trial exams. So I literally only have school for like four days when this two-week period. My last exam is this Wednesday. So when you're listening to this, I'll be probably doing my exam. Essentially, that's about all. My parents went to fucking Queensland without me. So I'm currently still in sad old New South Wales by myself. Paul Brock, home alone. Because they were like, I, I literally said to them, can't we go in like September when I finish school? No, we want to go in August because we need, we need to get away. Yeah, okay. And then I was like, well, can, if you're going to go, can we at least go the week after my, my trials? No, you have school. You got to go to school. Whatever. They made every excuse to not take me. <laughs> Neglect. My parents hate me, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Besides from besides from that, aside from that, uh, not really much else has happened. I was going to be inviting friends over tonight to hang out, but I thought my bio exam was on Thursday, not Wednesday. So now I have one less day to study. So I'm probably not inviting my friends over today because I need to study instead because I don't know any of my biology syllabus at all. I'm not going to say my teacher's bad. My teacher's like pretty good. I mean, he's all right. He's really smart. He knows what he's talking about and he can explain everything incredibly well. And he's young. So like young teachers are usually more efficient at like getting the point across and being helpful because they kind of understand because they're more recently out of school kind of thing. It's just that he's teaching to the whole class is not that great. Like you kind of have to be more one-on-one with him, like ask him questions directly for him to explain everything properly. Other than that, he'll go up the front of the class and he'll be talking about something, but then the rest of the syllabus stuff that we're meant to be knowing, I feel like I just am expected to just know it magically. And I get that like, you got to have independence with your learning and like do some shit yourself. But also I, the way I learn, but in my other two classes, business studies and English standard, the way I learn in those, the teachers just talk the whole lesson. I sit there and take notes and I just keep writing stuff down and doing whatever and then I just kind of learn from that because I don't like, well, I, as well as doing work in between or whatever, but I don't like in bio how it's not so much of like talking the whole lesson and me writing notes. It's like my teacher talking for like 15 minutes and then saying, oh, go into the Google Classroom post. And on there, there's a link to this article on this website where you can find this, this, and this. I'm not really that kind of vibe when it comes to learning. As I said, I'm very much, I like to sit there, listen to them talk. Almost like I'm listening to a podcast in the background. And then I just take notes on that, do some work in between. But essentially, I just prefer to sit there for the whole hour or so. And 
just observe and take in what they're saying while doing something. So I'm distracted because I don't want to sit there and just directly listen to them for 10 minutes. That's why people get distracted and want to talk. But beside, beside from bio, kind of, kind of don't want to be talking about that right now. I'm a little bit traumatized. My friend just sent me a Snapchat of them studying for bio and the shit they sent me, I don't even know. So it's looking good for me on Wednesday, isn't it? <laughs> Live, love, laugh. This episode, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, negative thoughts and stuff like that. Because I think we all have negative thoughts and we all have, feel like we want to kill ourselves every second day. <laughs> oh no, that's so fucking bad to say out loud. But, you know, I feel like as optimistic as like you can be, there's always negative thoughts and negative thoughts in the sense of like uh, regrets. Like, you know, for example, if you're like, I feel like personally, a lot of the time I will like, my negative thoughts come from regretting something or I will do something like, obviously, as I spoke about in the last episode, everybody else's opinions and shit like that getting to me. And then that creates my own negative thoughts. But I think the anxiety from all of that stuff, like other people and just like human fucking situations and experiences, fuck no, I don't. That if if you're not in year twelve, that was just a fucking reference I made to the fucking English paper one syllabus. Don't even want to talk about it. Basically, um, I'll just give you a little study tip right now. In the exam, if you want full marks, just write human experiences is about the experiences of humans and how they relate to uh, the life of John Proctor in the Chris. No fuck, I'm I'm so kidding. I think as a teenager specifically. Uh, I feel a lot of negative thoughts like this, usually in like, just, just from the social expectations of being a teenager, you know, going into high school, it's a big change compared to primary school, for example, whereas in primary school, you kind of chill, you can do whatever you want. Whereas when you get into high school, people are more judgmental, people are more hateful, um, just absolute absolute fucking cunts people are but with that comes a lot of social expectation of being a teenager you know like going to parties or lame bullshit getting girlfriends getting boyfriends you know hooking up with people all the fucked up boring shit that you see in every fucking tacky college movie or some shit like that. Those social expectations come with going into high school. And I think for me, I get, I kind of question things in the sense of, because there is that pressure of like, Oh, I'm a teenager. And you know, all my friends and everybody else at my school and in my grade is going out and partying every Friday night. They're getting drunk every three days. I'm like, well, how come I'm, I don't feel that way? Is it because a couple of years ago, I established this kind of thought with myself and this kind of value within myself? And then that leads me to thinking, what if I didn't establish that kind of motive? We're going to say the word motive again, because I like that word now. 
What if I didn't establish this kind of motive with myself? Maybe then, maybe I would probably be more inclined to give into these social expectations of being a teenager. Um, and I think that's, it's not a bad thing. I think it's kind of for everyone. You know, I think everyone looks at teenage years as like, oh, you're, you get to have fun You're in school, have fun in high school, don't waste it, it's the best time of your life, all that kind of shit. And that's also another pressure that gets put onto it because, you know, adults are always telling us, make the best of your teenage high school years because it's going to be the best years of your life. And that's literally just because most adults are living fucking shitty, boring lives, working their boring nine to five jobs that nobody gives a fuck about. And they're the most irrelevant people in the world. Um, and they more or less peaked in high school because their life has since amounted to nothing. That's a little bit insulting. I'm sorry. That was kind of aggressive. Um, actually I'm not going to apologize for that. Cause I kind of don't care. Like I'm kind of just being honest. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of just being real. Aside from that, I think that pressure from adults as well then makes you feel a way that's like, oh shit. Well, I got a party every weekend. I got to get fucking drunk every weekend. I got to live Young, dumb, and broke, young, dumb. <laughs> is that even the fucking song? I don't even know. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, is that the, there's a lot of social expectations and uh, stereotypes, stereotypes maybe, maybe, as a teenager that make you feel that you need to live in a certain way. And then when you don't have that experience, especially, as I was saying before, in a lot of movies, it's depicted this way. So when you're fed all of this, like, these um, what's it, ideas, ideas. And like, uh, if you're being fed these ideas by media and people around you, adults, and just general social expectations, when you aren't living up to that expectation, whether you don't want to live by expectations or not, you still have this underlying pressure because if everybody else is living up to that and you're the one that's not living up to that, then you're kind of the odd one out. So I've had these thoughts where I've second guessed myself over the past few years being someone that isn't really like a party person. I do enjoy parties. I won't, I won't lie. We're talking about parties and this is called not at the party. Well, yeah, there's the answer to why this is called not at the party. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I don't, I'm not really a party party person. I do enjoy parties. I do enjoy going to events, all that stuff, but parties as in like showing up to someone's house, some fucking rando's house and everybody getting absolutely sloshed and just getting fucked up. That's kind of not my, my vibe of uh party or just enjoyment in general. Whereas that is like in my community, 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 ew, that's such a gross word, but gen generally in, you know, Sydney, Australia, that's kind of the main idea of social expectations on teen. Everyone's just getting, fucked up every weekend and that's just not my vibe i think for me i just i've i've looked back at a lot of things and i have felt i do question myself as to whether no i question myself in the sense of like oh well you know it would be fun to like live up to the expectations of the teenage years being the young free like yolo years but at what cost? You know what I mean? Because as I said before, I've established like my own opinions, my own expectations of myself and 
all that stuff. Like I've differentiated myself from the social expectations of being a teenager. But I still come back to the question often of what if I, a couple of years ago, I didn't establish these things for myself. Like I didn't establish what career I wanted so early on. I didn't establish, I was going to say my need for success, but I don't think I have a need for success. I just have a need to feel uh, fulfilled by something currently. And so obviously, you know, right before high school, starting a YouTube channel and doing a lot of creative stuff and finding my interest then. And over the past few years, like developing that, I've been more focused on stuff like that rather than, uh, you know, partying and shit like that. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to say this in a way of like, oh my God, I'm so quirky. Look at me. Like I'm different to other teenagers. I'm not really saying that. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to tell you. I'm more so implying that from my personal experience, I've looked back at a lot of decisions I've made. I've made this, I've in the past, like I have intentionally turned down offers to go to parties. Cause I was like, Oh, that's a Saturday night. I've got to film a YouTube video that day. And I'd prefer to be doing that because that's for me. Whereas if I was going to that party, I probably wouldn't want to go anyway, but because it's just like a general expectation of everyone like, Oh, are you going to this person's party? Then I obviously go and wait, fuck. No, that made no sense. If somebody would say, would say to me like, are you going to this party? And then everyone's going, it's kind of just this expectation that I should be going, but I prefer to just do something that is more fulfilling to me rather than that. And that's raised the question. That's raised the question for me that well, now reflecting on stuff like that, for example, I look back on it and I think, well, when the, when the expectations and, you know, pressures of other people do get to me, there's kind of this feeling of FOMO, fear of missing out, where I feel like, oh, maybe I did waste a couple of years trying too hard to do something for myself rather than just being chill and enjoying life. And I think either way I've enjoyed life, but it still raises this question. I'm confident in myself that everything I've done um, is of my best interest. It's just these, that these questions get raised and it's totally fucking normal. Everyone does it. I'm sure even my best friend, Danny, that bitch is always going to parties. I'm sure sometimes she thinks, oh, maybe if I didn't go to a party, I could be doing something more productive, but she fucking loves partying. So who knows? What if you had done that one thing different? Would your present self be truly fulfilled since then? Or would that one thing you've done different only had salvaged your momentary, momentary needs? This is a good question. I was actually surprised I came up with it. I think for me personally, I never really gave into my momentary needs. You know, if I was, you know, one weekend, if it was, you know, in 2018 when I was in year eight and three of my friends are all at a party and I chose not to go to that party. Of course, there's this feeling of like, oh, I'm missing out on the fun. I'm missing out on what's going on. But I was more caught up in the long-term stuff that I wanted for myself, you know, finding some sort of success for myself, which is perfectly fine. Although at a long, at a young age, looking back on it, probably not that important, but it was important to me at the time. I think for me, this raises the question of like, 
if I've done all of this for the past few years, you know, sacrificing what could have been, what the expectations of me as a teenager should have been, what if after all of this in a year from now or two years from now, I fail and I don't make it to where I want to be? Am I, I've, you know, I get scared that I'm going to look back on, oh, well, I've done all of this and sacrificed this many years. And well, I've actually felt this way many times. You know, I've looked back on uh, since I started high school, I've looked back and gone, fucking hell. You were doing all this for yourself, but the one thing you weren't doing was what, you know, you should have been doing as in like should have from the expectations and shit like that. And then I get worried. I'm like, well, if I do fail, did I risk all of that for what? Nothing. But that kind of keeps me going as well because being so passionate, being young made me want to keep, keep going. And I developed this mindset of like, no matter what, I'll just keep going. I'll keep going. The sacrifices will be worth it. It'll be worth it in the end. And that keeps me going because I can't physically let myself fail. And I think you learn from your failures, obviously. And every failure is a win in itself. But I keep myself going because I don't want to give in to the fact that, you know, I should have been doing this, but I wanted to be doing this. And then I also sometimes wonder, because I've had this mindset from so early on of like, I want this for myself. I need like to achieve this sort of success. Um, and I'm talking about social media specifically. I don't, I don't hate talking about social media and like the internet and shit and YouTube. Cause it's, first of all, it sounds so fucking cringe, but for me, I don't want a career in social media. I want a career. I want a platform to create media and for people to take some sort of message away from that. I don't want to be some influencer or some shit because that shit's really cringe to me. Like, hey guys, I just put this new product, product. Here's my new skincare routine. That's kind of not my vibe. I just want to have the platform to be able to create media and express myself and be able to monetize that. And I hate saying monetize that. Like, I don't want to monetize a platform. I want to be able to monetize what I create from other people that love it. So if I do ever talk about YouTube and social media and stuff like that. That's what I mean. Because I've wanted this path of like monetizing what I create for so long and I've been so adamant and ambitious about wanting that, it's affected me in a couple of ways. One, it's not that I don't want a normal job, but I don't find enjoyment in going to find a job at say fucking Kmart or something and doing something I don't enjoy when I know I can be doing something I do enjoy and be earning money from that. And of course it's like, it's a process to make money off media and stuff, but I just can't bring myself. Well, right now, for example, I can't bring myself to get that job because I want to keep going and proving to myself that 
I can, I can get to the point of monetizing what I create if I have the time and the energy to put into that. And if I go and get a, a random job doing whatever, I feel like I'm kind of giving up on that expectation I've had. So I often wonder because people have the, pr- I have the pressure of everyone currently right now, specifically being like, you need to get a job. You've got no money. You need to fucking, you need to go earn money. You're a teenager. You need some in- independence. I have plenty of independence. I'll say that here now, plenty of independence, but my independence and my worth ec- <clears throat> work ethic lies in doing what I love, not in going and getting a job that I don't enjoy and is going to probably fuck with my head and make me unhappy because I know that I could be doing what I love instead. I often bring myself to thinking, would this be such a complicated scenario for me personally with having to always go back and forth with people being like, you know, I don't mind getting a job. It's just that I want to be doing what I love and know I can be earning money from instead. But I haven't necessarily had the time to do that because, you know, school is a big thing. You've got assignments constantly. You've got to do exams. You've got to be studying. You've got to be at school six hours every single day of the week. And I haven't had the opportunity to be able to sit down and actually put all of my energy into developing the platform I need and monetizing that platform of what I create. So I definitely do wonder, and I compare sometimes, you know, if I wasn't so adamant and and ambitious early on, maybe I wouldn't be in the situation of trying so hard to achieve something that might not even be possible. And... Yeah, <laughs> I don't. That's the only way I really know how to explain it. I don't know. It's a little bit like um, personal for me. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna stop that there because I don't know if I want to talk about that anymore. So yeah. Of course, with that whole previous thought, I have the uh concept in my head sometimes, and. I catch myself thinking, well, you know, when you're 13 years old, maybe if you were consistent and weren't a lazy motherfucker with the content, you're creating the content. But if you weren't so fucking lazy with it, maybe right now you would be in a much better position. You'd have a bigger platform. You'd have an established platform that you'd be building off right now. And you would have already succeeded in that. So what if you were more consistent? What if you did post more? What if you weren't so caught up in the quality and the, uh, you know, details of everything and you just did it? What if you were in a better position? Then right now you wouldn't be questioning and have the pressures on you of, uh, you know, now being 17 and having to need a job for money or just needing money to, have independence and be independent myself. And there's just a little bit of internal conflict with if I did 
if I was successful by now, if I did put in more energy, then maybe we wouldn't be in this position right now of struggling a little bit and being a little bit out of pocket, you know, trying to pay for fuel off scrums of money every week. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Or just the fact that, you know, I'm I'm literally finishing high school in a month, having no job and being in a very awkward position right now, you know, still waiting for early offer responses and stuff and just a lot of uncertainty. Of course, for me right now, I've been thinking, fuck, man, if you were just consistent on TikTok last year and you kept going, if you didn't have burnout every fucking three weeks, if you, and then, you, well, obviously you get a little bit uh, not defensive. You get a little bit uh, critical of yourself. You're like, if you weren't such a lazy fucking idiot and you actually fucking posted, then maybe you wouldn't be in this position of feeling so uncertain about like what's going to happen after next month. You know, I've applied for that many jobs right now that I'm going to leave school and probably not have a job next month and have no money. And then I'll still be waiting for early entry offers and universities to get back to me. And that creates even more uncertainty. So you, if you get what I'm saying about the whole questioning your own ethics and past decisions and how they affect you now, it's a very prominent thing for everyone. I'm sure you do the same thing because I sure as hell do it every single fucking day of my life. It's totally normal, and I totally understand that. I don't regret any decision I've made, though. Despite all of these thoughts that I've just blurted out and fucking low-key kind of trauma-dumped on you, uh, despite all of that, I still am confident that every single decision I've made in the past six, seven, eight years has led to where I am now. And I think right now, for me, this is all just not even a learning, like a lesson to be learned. Whether or not I have a negative thought or these thoughts get to me and I have a little breakdown or whatever, I still am able to, you know, have my little breakdown and then an hour later or a day later, I look back and I go, no, I'm pretty confident in every decision that I've made up to now is for a reason and it has happened for a reason and is leading to me, me to where I want to be because I've made every decision that I've needed to make to lead me to where I want to be. Of course, there's been little decisions and little situations in between that have taken me a step back, but most of the most, you know, you're taking, I've taken more steps forward than I've taken back. I don't want to sound all astro astrological bullshit right now, but I do trust in the universe and I trust in that manifestation works and every single step you take towards what you want is a step towards getting it. So when I have these thoughts, I'm grounded by that idea of, okay, well, I've taken all the necessary steps. You know, I've put myself forward to receiving what it is that I want and what I consider to be success for myself or whether that be failure or whatever. I accept that these thoughts are natural and 
I think that's just the best way to really think of it is that you are where you need to be. The universe is working in your favor, but there's going to be parts along the way where you're going to feel unconfident about where you are. You're going to feel, you're going to question and self-doubt, sorry, doubt yourself and the decisions that you've made. Let's get into a a bro who cares. Bro who cares. So bro who cares today is going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be necessarily relevant to the episode. It's going to be a little bit more, I'm going to, this is going to be like a little advice session. Okay. I've had a few people that have sent through scenarios and situations they want advice on that I haven't got to yet. So that's what we're going to be talking about. First one, let's go. So our first submission says, my fucking friend copies everything I do. I got a new phone. He got one. When I got a MacBook, he got one. When I changed up my style, he changed up his too. I applied for my first job and he said he didn't want one. Next day, he applied at the same place. It's just really annoying how everything I do, he has to do the same. Everything I'm obsessed with, he's obsessed with. Like, find your own fucking style. Find your own fucking personality, exclamation mark. Uh, Look, I think a lot of people are going to copy whatever you do. It seems to be that everything positive or exciting that you've done, they've tried to follow in your footsteps and do the same. And probably they're probably doing this to devalue uh, I don't want to say bragging rights, but essentially, you know, getting a new phone, getting a new MacBook, applying for a new job. They're not necessarily things that you should, should brag, brag about, but they're like, they're things for you that you feel excited about. Uh, I've had this happen to me a couple times. Actually, recently this has happened to me. There's this one person, um, not naming names, but this is a person that I keep seeing is copying a lot of stuff I do. And I'm not really that fussed by it, but it's also like, come on, man. Like, let me just have my, the way it makes me feel is that if somebody's copying what I do, they're clearly jealous. And I don't want to be, I hate being the person that's like, oh, they're jealous of me. This person was copying me and doing a lot of stuff. And it seemed to be stuff that I was excited about. They suddenly were doing the exact same thing. So I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I would do another thing and then I'd see them do the exact same thing. And it was every time it was something that I was excited about that they were doing something that was like of the same equivalence, if you will. But this has happened to me plenty of other times. For example, I remember being in like year six and I bought a MacBook <laughs> to your Mac. This is, this is relevant to your MacBook concern. I bought a MacBook. And it was MacBook Pro 2016 one. It was the one with a little touch bar. And it was like very expensive, especially for like a 12-year-old to fucking be buying. It was like $2,500. And I bought this MacBook. And the moment I bought it, this other kid who sat at my table also suddenly bought one. And then I started a YouTube channel. And then suddenly this kid started a YouTube channel. And originally I was like the first person in my grade to start a YouTube channel and all that stuff. And this kid had seen how like people were talking to me about it, being like, oh my God, I love your videos and whatever. 
and then he did it. So that kind of devalued the way I was feeling because I was like, oh, like everyone's excited to watch what's next and see what's next. And I wasn't necessarily jealous that they were getting that attention and taking the attention away from me. Well, like I kind of was, you know what I'm saying? But it was also just that that was kind of their intention to snatch that kind of spotlight from me. You know what I mean? Give them a reason to wake up every day and strive to be more like you. You know what? Just fucking embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Like completely and fully embrace it. Take advantage of the situation. Give them a fucking reason to be more and more like you. And then at some point they're going to realize that everything they've done is just to fulfill their own insecurities and it's not fulfilling. It's not doing anything good for them, really. My old friend group hates me and doesn't talk to me except my best friend. The only time my old best friend talks to me is when she needs something or to make plans with me. Then cancels last minute, saying, so has something happened, and then goes out anyways without me. And then she ditched me for the girl she talked shit about to me. That's a complicated situation. Your friend's just toxic in conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, your friend is a little bit toxic. You need to fuck them off. If somebody's intentionally going out of their way to make plans with you and then cancelling just to go out anyway without you they clearly are toxic and they know they're toxic just cut them off absolutely fuck them it's not that deep you know what i'm saying i think a lot of us are so caught up in the the scenario of things of being like oh i need to have all these friends if i don't have friends then who am i going to sit with fuck everything fuck the outcome of every situation fuck focusing on what could be what should be what could happen what might happen, fucking cut them off. If they're toxic, they're toxic. If they're treating you like shit and you feel this way, fucking don't keep letting them walk all over you. I was actually having this conversation with my friend the other day. I was saying that everybody in this fucking society is so caught up in the comp com complications, the complications of things that they are scared of what might happen if they do speak up or if they do make that action that they know they should be making but they're too scared of what if this happens and this this comes back to what I was saying before we're so caught up in what could be what should be comparing our situation to what could have been instead of focusing on what we actually want if you're in a situation like this don't even question or have second thoughts about somebody walking all over you in that in that way and treating you like shit. Fucking cut them off. Get rid of them. You don't need to be making time for somebody that isn't making the time for you. Whether you end up with no friends or not, it's fine. You can make new friends. If you think, oh, but I don't like anybody else at my school. Well, that's better than being treated like shit and literally embarrassing yourself just to continue to be friends with someone. Oh. Okay, this next one. Once in year four, I had a sleepover at a friend's house. It was all going good till we had to go to bed. So everyone else went to bed and I had and I had to go to the toilet, which was upstairs. So I had to walk through the living room, then go upstairs to the toilet. Right? Okay. So I walked out of the room to go upstairs and on the lounge was my friend's mum and dad doing the devil's tango. <laughs> oh no. I just stood there and screamed and then ran back to the room and peed in an old water bottle. Oh, for fuck's So you fucking made this big scene. <laughs> you made a big scene out of this 
just to fucking go back, go back to the room, pee in a water bottle. You screamed and stood there and watched this happen. And instead of going to the toilet, you went to the toilet in a water bottle. Um, actually, that's not the main concern here. I'm a little bit confused as to why your friend's mum and dad were doing the devil's tango in the lounge room while their child had a friend over. Um, look, not my problem. You know, do as you please. Uh, this is probably a little bit traumatizing for you. I could imagine because I would be traumatized if I seen my parents' friends doing the dirty. That's so fucked up, actually. Jesus, fuck. I just thought about like how fucked it actually is. Um, not much I can say about this, man. I can't really relieve your trauma. Um, get well soon. Um, I hope you're not too traumatized to have sleepovers anymore. Hopefully you aren't friends with that person because if I, if this happened to me, every time I'd see that friend, I would instantly associate them with that memory. Like that would be a fucking core memory. These fake ass fucking bitches at my school literally need the whole ass death penalty. Okay, story time. So this girl, let's call her Jojo. Jojo likes to spread rumors about people, say multiple slurs and loves getting canceled. The slurs are very intense. So I will be retracting these from the podcast. And she says many racial slurs and homophobic slurs, I believe. Jojo is in year nine. And guess what? She just started at my job. She started spreading rumors about people. And then, oh no, there's a part two. Let me find it. Okay, she shows up to work one day. Keep in mind, she's a trainee and I filled everyone in on the gossip and has the audacity to start spreading rumors about me and other people in the workplace. Like this slag. Anyways, so she does all this and then eventually, as it always does, it gets back to her. I find out and the other people find out and she denies everything. Like, baby, I've seen screenshots and heard voice memos. Anyways, she ended up getting... Uh, bashed out by the the Macca's bins. Okay, well, firstly, I don't condone physical violence, so I'll make that very clear right here and now. I think that I think it's so weird how teenagers are like, "I'll bash you." What are we getting out of physically hurting somebody and causing damage to their physical health and physical condition? What because you had a little fucking anger-filled rage? Get the fuck over yourselves, honestly. Although, this bitch sounds like a dumb bitch. If you did enjoy this segment, make sure to send in your own stories, or if you want to ask questions, ask for advice, you can do any of the sort. Send it to podcast at brockvalacini.com via email, or you can click the link in the show notes, and that'll take you directly to the page to submit an anonymous submission. If you're in a situation where you are having self-doubts, right, if you're in a situation where you are having self-doubts and you are questioning your current situation, be confident in knowing that every single step you have taken to get to this point has been in your best interest at that moment. Whether it's taking your step back or a step forward, it has brought you to where you are now. From here on out, you can only go forward. You can take a step back and question what you could have done. But as I said, that's only going to take you a step back. Taking a step forward is moving away from that complicated 
energy and thought of, I should have done this, I should have done that. And going, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. All I can do now is continue to do what I'm doing and continue to just do fucking whatever. And you can just hope for the best. Oh my god, the end of the episode always fucking sucks. It brings me comfort in knowing that everybody has these thoughts. Knowing that everybody does doubt themselves and doubt the decisions they've made. Although I think you just need to be confident in that every single decision you've ever made and every single moment you've reflected on a situation being like, what if I did this differently? Just know that every single decision you have made that's led you to now, to now think that was in your best interest. So do not doubt that decision because it was made for a reason. It had justification to it. And as I said, was in your best interest. And this is the exact scenario for me right now. I'm in a position where it's a little bit uncomforting knowing that I'm finishing school in a month and then don't even know if I have a uni offer lined up and I also don't have a job lined up. I'm kind of just living week to week from whatever I can get kind of thing. It's a bit scary, of course. And of course, I'm having these reflections of on every situation being like, if I didn't do this, if I wasn't this way, I wouldn't be in this position right now. But I know that what I want is more important to me than pleasing the expectations that are put on me. I've even questioned, question like, I haven't really been in a relationship, right? But I question myself constantly. I'm like, if I had have done things differently in the past few years of high school, if I had have gone to more social gatherings, if I had have not been so focused on myself and... You know, I personally think that there's a good level of selfishness that we should all have. And I think I've lived up to that level, which is perfectly fine. And I'm perfectly fine with not have being in a relationship. But obviously there's the times where you sit and you go, or you'll just be on fucking TikTok, right? And you're scrolling through <clears throat> and there's this really cute couple, right? And you go, oh man, fuck, I'm lonely. And if cause it low-key makes you feel like shit. For me, it makes me think, well, how come I haven't been in a relationship? What's the exact reason? Is it because I've been too caught up in myself? And I think, okay, well, I do want that. Maybe the reason I haven't had that and I feel too insecure to get that is because I've been so caught up in my own bullshit and caught up in myself. And, and it's just this whole process of questioning whether you've done things differently, maybe you wouldn't have to answer the question every time you see, you know, a relative or a friend and they say, oh, do you have a partner yet? No, still single. I know that the reason I'm not in a relationship is because I've put the energy into focusing on myself first before I'm ready to focus on somebody else as well. And I don't want to just be in a relationship to live up to that social expectation that, you know, teenagers are in a relationship or live up to the idea of, seeing relatives or going to an event and being able to say, oh yeah, hi, this is my girlfriend. You know what I mean? 
if you enjoyed this episode, make sure, and make sure you do, if you're listening on Spotify, you can hit the main page of the podcast and you can leave a rating. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating and review, which is basically like a comment. So if you want to leave a little comment, chuck that in there. It really helps out and I appreciate everybody who has left reviews so far. Shout out to Jess Hall for leaving a review. Shout out to M. Siafatu, Sienna J. Rose, Yeehaw Brina on Twitter, Anonymous, left one, and JD by Hiaz. Shout out to all those people that have left reviews. You're incredible. I thank you so much. It is so appreciated. And if anybody that's listening to this enjoyed the podcast, leave a review and I'll shout you out in the next episode. Very soon, I'm going to be launching a bonus episode weekly. So instead of getting just one episode, you're going to be getting two episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, 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 mm-hmm, yep, yep. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it, I hope it provided some insight into my brain. I'll leave you to it. Have a think and I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs>